Welcome to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various ministries and events going on in the church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, pastoral intern for Pastoral Care, and with us this week is Mary Louise Bowers. Mary Louise is the coordinator of women's discipleship in our church and is here to talk about the upcoming women's conference and the many other ways that women can get involved, as well as how we might be in prayer for this ministry right now. If you have questions about the show or any ministry here at the church, please feel free to reach out to us. You can find all of our contact info on our website at firstpresscolumbia.org or on our app, FPC Cola, available on the App Store or Google Play. Without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Hello, Mary Louise. How are you? Hey, Troy. I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. You are here to talk about the upcoming Women's Conference. Yes, and I'm so excited about it. Great. What day is it going to be? It's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. So today is Monday, what, the 26th? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Today is Monday the 26th. I got it right. The conference is coming up November 6th and 7th. So that'll be a Friday night and a Saturday morning. We've amended a few things. Normally, we would have dinner prior to the conference on Friday night and maybe a big breakfast on Mm -hmm. Saturday morning beforehand, but trying to make adjustments for COVID-19, but still offer Mm. teaching and fellowship. And so we will start our conference Friday night at 7, have a teaching session, and then a pickup dessert available afterward, and then Saturday morning we'll go straight into session two, but we will have a snack break before we start session three, and we'll be finished by 12 and time for people to move on with the rest of their Saturdays. Yeah, that's great. And then it could go straight into our Sunday morning worship after right. that. Right, so. I know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a whole weekend in the sanctuary. Mm, that's exciting. I'm sure it's going to be fun. What are some of the main themes, the scriptures, what all are you looking forward to and that's going to be going on at the conference? You know, what I love about this is that the speaker was, we booked her before, you know, so much was known about COVID-19 and her name is Abby Hutto and she's actually written a book called God for Us, Discovering the Heart of the Father Through the Life of the Son and She is going to be, I'll say, expanding on what she talks about in her book. Mm. And so our conference title is actually God for Us. And she's going to be talking about stories in scripture where Jesus actually met with women. Her talk titles are a God for the desperate and a God for the grieving and a God who's worthy Mm. of our praise. I'm really excited, especially in light of the fact that when we got Abby on our schedule, We didn't know exactly what we would be dealing with. And what I'm confident of, Troy, is that God is a God for those going through a pandemic. Mm. And I think that we'll get to have an opportunity to be encouraged. So I've I've encouraged women, you know, you can participate in this conference virtually or in person. Yeah, that's great. And I have encouraged women just to block off that time. Mm. You know, book a babysitter if you need to. And let us know how we can help get you there. Because I think this has great potential to be a real encouragement for women who are in the trenches right now. Yeah, I think that's certainly very common right now. Whether or not you have children at home, I know we do. I know my wife is, like you say, in the trenches. Her main community is with our son, who is two. (laughs) Exactly. And he doesn't, you know, he's he's great. We love him, but 
Maybe not the best for like adult conversation. He doesn't offer that much in Mm -hmm. in way of of great conversation. A lot of like, don't eat that, don't color on the walls. Um, Yeah, stop hitting me. That's very common. But I think a specific blocked off time to have some rest and someone speaking the word into their lives, particularly from the vantage point of Christ with women in Scripture. That sounds extremely interesting, and I'm sure it will be more so to the women that get to come. Well, and Troy, the great news, too, is that uh, Abby Hutto, our speaker, is allowing us to record the conference, Mm. and so it'll actually be available for people to listen to for a limited time. It'll be about a month after the conference. Sure. So even our guys, if they're interested, are welcome to to listen in. Yeah, that's great. Along with the conference, you're getting to visit some women. So I know that what you're doing is a great encouragement to them. How have you been encouraged? Maybe how have you even been challenged? Sure. Well, I mean, as a women's ministry, we certainly have plenty of challenges. Emily Woodard accepted a position at CIU late summer. She has been just such a wonderful servant leader for the women. And so we're working through that all in the midst of a pandemic. And so there are plenty of challenges for the women's ministry right now, but none that are insurmountable. And one thing that has become very apparent, probably because of the pandemic, is just ministry to 20-somethings looks really different Mm. than ministering to Mm 80-somethings. Sure. And yet our congregation is beautifully full Mm. of women of all different ages. Mm. So where 20-somethings are ready to gather, generally speaking, there are a couple exceptions. A lot of our senior ladies are really at home. Yeah. And so the challenges on each side are very different, mm. and that presents it challenges just from terms of ministry to yeah. all those women. Yeah, it's a, a wide variety. I know in pastoral care, we're facing some of the same challenges. Sure. We long for that community that we're used to having. Certainly, and I'll say just personally, Trevor and I love having people in our home. Mm. I mean, we have this giant dining room table. Our house is not giant, but our table is. That was done intentionally, yeah, that's right? Great. Because yeah. we want people gathered around it. Yeah. But I haven't seen the top of that table <laughs> in like seven months because I put a tablecloth over it and it became a schoolroom in the spring. Oh my goodness! And now <laughs> it's just it wow. remains a craft table wow. because we just haven't had people inside our home yeah. around our table. We've had people in our yard certainly, and we love socially distant visits with our neighbors. Mm. But it does make you reevaluate the way you're doing ministry. And really, I don't want to limit the Lord's arm because even though table fellowship is just one of my very favorites, right. it's not the only way yeah. the Lord is working. Sure, uh, It's not our only means of conversation. Right. So I, I've been encouraged that there still are opportunities for fellowship. What a time for the Women's Conference to come in right in the middle of us starting to gather back. Right. More and more, no RSVPs this week. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's uh, on the praise report. But it's a great time for the conference to come in, right in the middle of us sure. gathering. Of some difficulties, too, and for just women to come be encouraged together. It's a great time. I'm so excited, and honestly, what I would love to do is any women who feel like there is a barrier for them, mm. I would love to help relieve that barrier. Mm. Whatever the barrier is to entry, if you're concerned about coming, well, join us virtually. 
But I would encourage anyone who wants to join us virtually to please register for the conference sure. because we would love to get conference materials to you. It'll be more of a live stream mm-hmm. than a Zoom. So it'll be more similar to um, the way you watch our Sunday morning service. Right. You know, so you don't have to worry about muting yourself right. or <laughs> making sure your video is off. But, you know, having those conference materials would make you it certainly feel more a part of what we're doing as, sure. a, as a conference. Yeah. You're part of a larger group of women who are participating together. And if babysitting or childcare is prohibitive, let me know. Yeah. And we'll see what we can work out for you. And again, if the dates don't work, if you're busy for whatever reason, Friday night or Saturday morning, the conference will be recorded. And if you can only come Friday night or only come Saturday morning, mm. we would certainly encourage any participation. Yeah. We will not be taking attendance. Absolutely. Yeah. So other than the big events like the conferences, what are some of the sure. other ways that women can be involved in the church? Well, first of all, anyone who wants to be involved and isn't, I would love to talk to you. Please reach out to me. My email address and phone number are all readily available on the app and website, or you can just call the church and ask for me. I'd love to help get you plugged in. So typically what we have, and you know, everything's on a bit of an abbreviated schedule right now, but we've got... You know, I love meeting with people one-on-one, and we actually have a more formalized one-on-one discipleship program called Mm -hmm. the Foundry Mm -hmm. that many people might be familiar with. And even though the Foundry has officially launched for the school year, of course, if you're out there and you have not signed up to participate yet, I'd love to see if I can find somebody to pair you with and get you connected in that way. So that's one thing we've got going on is the Foundries meeting. Yeah, and they just started not long ago, so they can oh, be encouraged right. that they haven't missed much yes. at all. Yes, so, no, yeah. we, we just launched at the end of September, yeah. so it hasn't been going much more than a month. And then we've got women's Bible studies. We've got a Tuesday morning Bible study devotion on Zoom. It meets at 7 a.m. again on Zoom, so no makeup required. <laughs> uh, you can just roll out of bed yeah. or not and turn the video off and no one would ever know. <laughs> We've got a Wednesday, 7 a.m. Bible study called Greet the Dawn taught by Linda Zepfel. They've been going through Ruth this fall. And then we've got a what I'm calling 10 at 10, which mm. is a Wednesday morning at 10 Bible study taught by our pastoral interns. Yes. Troy, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to teach yet. I'm not. I'm in Charlotte oh. that day, so I'm in class. Okay. But I'm sure the opportunity will come up. We'll so. catch and I look you forward again. To it. Yeah, we'll catch you again for sure. This fall, we've been going through the first half of the Ten Commandments with the hope to go through the second half in the spring. Our Bible studies are wrapping up mid-November, so they just have a few more weeks left. But certainly, you don't have to have gone to the first ones to go to the last ones. Right, right, yeah. And then the women of the church have circles that meet once a month. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're not involved in a circle, that would be a great way to get connected. Again, once a month for Bible study, for fellowship, each circle has a project that they do, which is serving either a missionary or a local organization. That's so neat to be centered around a common purpose in your circle like that. Certainly. Yes. And... You know, again, we've got the women's conference coming up. So there are plenty of avenues for fellowship. We did a mom's relief night about six weeks ago. Okay. My hope is to do some more 
Moms Relief Night was in homes of women around town. And so you had smaller groups of women meeting exclusively for fellowship, just Mm. to hang out and get to know each other Mm. and spend some time together and get out of the house. So I don't know that we'll do another one this fall, but we'll definitely hope to probably plan a couple in the spring. And I say Moms Relief Night. We might change that name. Uh, It's really just Ladies Fellowship. Yeah, Uh, It's an opportunity to get out of the house and hang out with some, some Christian women. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Anytime, any opportunity that we can get out in fellowship like that. For sure. And we, you know, again, we're trying to limit group sizes, spend a lot of time outside, try to have plenty of room for social distancing, but to provide opportunities for fellowship for Mm. those who need them. Absolutely. So what are some of the ways that people of the church who are listening can be in prayer for you and for the women's ministry as a whole? Well, right now we've got a director of women's ministry search committee. That'll be the Christian education committee on the session, plus a few women. And so certainly be in prayer for them as Mm. they do the good work of of searching for the next director for wisdom and for clear direction. Yeah. Also just in prayer for our women, particularly those who are isolated. Mm. Many people are are still at home and longing for communion with believers Mm. and unable to get that at this time. So just prayer for our women in the waiting, that we would be patient in our affliction. Mm. I would ask for wisdom for our ministry in terms of vision, how we can best serve our women. You know, our our ministry exists for the women, not the women existing right. to serve them in the sure. church. And so my prayer would be that we would serve our women well in the ways that are helpful for godliness. Mm. Yeah, it's a unique thing in a church amongst our size to have such a wide variety of people who really care for one another. And, you know, that's one of the reasons that I want to figure out how to remove barriers for people to be involved. Mm -hmm. You know, if we need to do things online, let's do them online. But I want to make sure that people have opportunities to get connected. Yeah. So that's why I say, you know, ladies, if you're out there, please reach out to Mm -hmm. me if you need help getting connected. And what's your church email? My email is ml. Bowers, B-O-W-E-R-S, at firstprescolumbia.org. Perfect. Your heart is so apparent for the fellowship and unity for the women of the church, and I know that we're grateful to have you serving here in that way. Well, thank you. I love First Pres mm. very much, and I've now had the opportunity to be here for about 16 years, and so from my first days on youth staff <laughs> that I think mm. some probably remember, <laughs> um, you know, to now raising my own children here, and my oldest is now in the youth group. It's certainly a dear place to me on many levels, but yeah. not the least of which is how I have grown in my faith and learned to love the Lord more here. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for joining here on the podcast today. I'm glad that people can listen and hear what's going on and be in prayer for you. If you want to know more about the women's ministry, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for joining us, Mary Louise. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Troy. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.